ओम श्री साई राम प्रशांति संदेश नाउ सर्टन थिंग्स आर रिक्वायर्ड फॉर सम टाइम इट कैन नॉट बिकम ए हैबिट इट शुड नॉट बी ए कार्डिनल प्रिंसिपल ऑफ आवर लाइफ सम आर नीडेड अप टू सम एक्सटेंट beyond that one has to grow i give you few instances in this direction in the holy bible a story is written that the first man adam was forbidden to eat from the trees of wisdom and eternal life man was not supposed to partake the fruits of wisdom and the fruits of eternal life this in fact was the original sin committed by man according to the holy bible this the bible calls it as total disobedience we don't get into any of the details or any or such uh, minute things or any such uh, differences certainly not it may be a faith a doctrine about which we have no authority to question however should one be obedient throughout life this kind of obedience being an s man at every stage will it not make him a slave and will it not destroy all possibility of rebellion or questioning is it not destructive of the very dignity of man in other words what i want to impress upon you is obedience is good up to certain stage not that i want you to be disobedient later certainly not in the name of obedience we should not lose our creativity our possibility to blossom independently and maintain our own dignity but on the other hand the holy bible says particularly the paradise lost written by john milton persuasion by the devil seems to be more convincing because the devil says if you don't eat this fruit you will remain an animal and further as we know the root of both these words devil and divine happens to be the same both devil and the divine both arise from the same root yes now let us not think that obedience and faith guarantee a kind of 
enlightenment or will deliver us from all the evil do you think so in other words obedience at a certain stage is necessary later one has got to be independent and judgmental mere obedience and faith will lead humanity towards a retarded growth an unevolved life man may have all treasures but will have to live in misery man has all the potential to reach stars but still you find him crawling on earth and he will be deprived many of his pride he is a man of pride yes he will have to be deprived of this pride so when once one loses the dignity and also pride of a man he loses very soul at that stage he falls below human level or even subhuman level therefore we have to grow in obedience trained in obedience there we have got to be independent creative thoughtful discriminating judgmental decision maker we should be makers we should be so the adam and eve the original sin but there's another school of thought you must have all heard of jorastr sai devotees must have heard him jorastr mahavir sai hare we sing that bhajan song jorastr their symbol is fire according to jorastr what was the original sin he plainly says man has enjoyed himself too little too little that is the original sin you have the infinite capacity to enjoy the whole rainbow of pleasures happiness joys and blessings but on the other hand most of the religions tell you to renounce the world pleasures renounce life and live a minimal live as minimal as possible don't live anyway just to survive all in the name of austerity should we adopt these things in the name of uh, obedience please think for a while it's all open to everyone every listener i don't want to mislead or guide or direct anybody i'm just placing my thoughts sharing my thoughts with you so according to jorastr man has not lived totally intensely he has not lived totally with his whole being after all he enjoyed a little bit that too with full of fear why he will be punished for it man is torturing himself 
and thinks that he will be rewarded in the other world so on the other hand misconception that enjoying yourself leads to abysmal hell what a kind of thought it is do you call this all obedience so jaraster says man who has not enjoyed at the maximum at the optimum will not know life at all will not know virtue will not know the significance and the beauty of existence he will remain ignorant psychologically sick therefore man is born to enjoy is born to experience bliss not to torture himself or torture others that's not the way so jaraster throws a new light on our spiritual understanding on observation we know that every man is in a great tension and life there is a fight in our life fighting with our own self with the result you become your own enemy once you are blissful you cannot harm anybody because people may think that being just quite free enjoy life that we may harm somebody impossible the one who is blissful can never harm anybody once you have known the eternity of life and the joys the joyous dance of life it is impossible for you to harm anyone because there is no one other than you we are not separate islands we are one continent one single whole so this kind of oneness is developed when once we are blissful when once we enjoy life when once we don't put ourselves to any kind of suffering therefore in fact in our enjoyment the very idea of i and thou disappear there no others are not others at all we are all one it is one life in millions of manifestations in millions of manifestations indeed in the trees in the animals in human beings in the stars these are all manifestations of one life one single life that's what bliss is we are not speaking of this enjoyment bliss from the worldly point of view from sensuous point of view if anyone thinks so he is mistaken so if we if we are harming anybody we come to understand out of this blissful state that we are harming ourselves in fact we don't harm at all 
this insight arises in you when you reach to the highest peak of bliss harm done to others is a, is the harm to one's own self so a man who has not enjoyed himself will not tolerate anybody else enjoying himself he is a sadist he cannot be happy when others are happy because he is cut off from enjoyment or bliss therefore joraster says that his work is to make you unlearn unlearn not learning unlearning why to clean myself from all this junk rubbish and all kinds of crap therefore we have not allowed ourselves to actualize our potential we have not allowed ourselves to go the way of nature we have not allowed ourselves to flow with the stream therefore a person fails in achieving his goal he becomes a condemner because he failed he doesn't want to recognize or appreciate anything he is highly critical a condemner because today with our many schools or many schools of thought that have been advocating certain goals which are anti life anti pleasure anti nature well in these circumstances failure is absolutely certain therefore miserable people cannot understand a blissful man no and a man who has not known bliss enjoys only one thing the suffering of others when you are happy you'll be happy with others when you are unhappy you want others also to be unhappy when you are blissful you want everybody else everybody else to be blissful because your blissfulness becomes multiplied by everybody else being blissful too and naturally the outcome of your blissfulness is that you cannot harm anyone life enjoys itself in being in being blissful then how can you destroy any other life impossible therefore to live a life which never becomes a misery which never becomes a hell one has to be fresh and every moment unburdened of the past always trying to find new dimensions to relate with people new ways to relate with people new songs to sing something creative something new is absolutely necessary therefore to be blissful these are absolutely necessary to be fresh 
and to be unburdened of the past of the past so let us analyze what kind of life we are leading all in the name of religion which is not true according to zoroaster one should make it a point a basic point what is that that i will not live like a machine no machine has no life as we know but it has efficiency the world needs you to be more a machine because world needs efficiency <coughs> efficiency yes world is waiting for that your being needs you to be absolutely non mechanical and unpredictable while the world demands us to be mechanical obedient and just watch just watch but the inner being is not so it's not mechanical the inner being is unpredictable totally creative therefore in the name of pity sympathy compassion we cannot brand all of them as love all this come next to love that's all because love is a creative experience and love as creativity is tremendously significant idea is not merely a relationship but love as a creative whirlpool whirlpool as a dance so fast at full speed that it is difficult to find who is the lover and who is beloved who is the lover who is the beloved and hence my friends baba said what one time the one who laughs who smiles is divine the one who cries is human let us understand that spirituality means to be blissful spirituality meant to make everybody blissful creative and not to make our life monotonous monotonous a routine certainly not therefore in this very brief talk my idea is to share with you let us know what zoroaster has to say on religion and our spiritual life left to me when i follow zoroaster teachings i find something new i find something novel i find something new thanks swami for exposing me to his teachings thank you meet again